Happy birthday, Sean! That's not my birthday, it's it's your birthday. Let me finish. Happy birthday, Sean, to me, I mean. Yeah, uh, very happy. Oh, we can actually sing the song. It's public domain now, so we can... Go ahead. Happy birthday to Wheeler. To me! Give it up! Happy Come on! Happy birthday to Wheeler. You heard him! Come on now! Happy birthday, happy what? dear birthday, Wheeler. To who? Come on now! Happy birthday to you. Don't be shy, it's your birthday! Yay! That's the hype man version. That's but you're hyping your own hype. Yep. Yeah. Wheelman just jumped over jump man. Jump man? Wow, that's that one's for Sammy. Can you describe to the listener what just happened? Uh, you hit a bump while drinking your coffee and trying to talk at the same time. And the result? Uh spillage? Uh, I would say more of a volcanic oh, explosion. I, w I don't look at your face, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's no, pretty it's, much all over his face. It's, it's all uh, over my, my nice Ray-Ban sunglasses. Yep, dangling keep, and uh, yeah. getting all over my mic and shit. They keep, how it is. they keep the UV rays and the 7-Eleven coffee out of my eyes. Yeah, that's what the, the Ray-Bans do? You actually wear Ray-Bans? Wow. wow. Fancy lad. Ray-Ban? Why is that fancy? Because it's more than $5 for sunglasses, which is like my limit. Yeah, but you know, like the upper crust sunglasses, they go up as high as like a hundred dollars. Isn't that where Ray Bans are? I'm just kidding. Sunglasses go up to like thousands of dollars. Really? If you really wanted to. Like, I know you can. You could probably encrust it with diamonds and shit. But yeah. like, the... no, I mean, like real like designer sunglasses are hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I this guess was like this was like eighty bucks. That's You're right. Still... This, this is definitely this is like you know true middle class what the middle class used to be yeah Ray Bans represent the vanishing middle class of America. The bourgeoisie bastard. No. Yeah. R.I.P. Yep. R.I.P. Sustainable Middle Class. I don't know. For 80 bucks, I can get like... R.I.P. Upward uh, Economic Mobility. 16 pairs of sunglasses for $80. Okay, this isn't like a shirt, though. This like actually matters. Shirts don't matter. Shirts don't matter. Look, no. the, the basic like Hanes is going to protect your body from uh, anything. Bullets, yeah. UV rays, dragon breath, eye of newt. Uh, Whatever you got coming your way. A whatever basic, spell or incantation yeah, is uh, exactly. flung at you. Anything that might try to hex or vex you. Um, uh, a Hanes t-shirt, a $5 you know, three-pack, that's going to suit you just fine. But your eyes are not quite as resilient as your torso. Hmm. Therefore, you got to upgrade yourself. Treat yourself nice, John. It's my birthday. Um, okay. What are we doing for your birthday? You hijacked me at this early morning hour and... Uh, you tried to make it earlier on me, but yeah. uh, I wasn't going to have any of that. And Your ass, is, well, to quote the great Michael Jackson in the would-be duet with Prince, bad. <laughs> Your butt is mine. Really? Yeah. That's a... That that line is the reason he didn't do the song. I think we talked about this. Because no. it was written as a duet, supposed to be a duet with Prince. 
and like they were Michael Jackson had the whole PR campaign worked out. Which They're, song is this? Bad. The oh. song Bad. The title track from the album Bad. Oh. Not good. Well, bad <laughs> meaning good. Um, so anyway, Michael Jackson had this whole like PR campaign planned out where they were going to like throw insults at each other across the media and hmm. talk shit for like months and then <laughs> drop this single unannounced and oh, like, wow. oh damn. You know, it's like wrestling. It's like, uh, what's well, that guy? Like Jerry that, Lawler. Everything they did in rap, essentially, isn't it? Like, well, this was a little more stage-managed than that. I thought all the rap stuff was stage-managed. No, some of them killed each other. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, so anyway, so Prince was, like, all about it, and then they got to the studio, and Prince was like, I don't like this line. I don't want to say to you that your butt is mine, and I don't want you to tell me that my butt is yours. <laughs> and walked out over this one lyric. Wow. Well, he's, he's a Jehovah Witness to This was before that. I oh, I thought he was like always 80s. a Jehovah. Oh, was he? I thought that's like, you know, aren't you born into that? Like, But he, he had all sorts of sexy songs. He, he still has sexy songs. The, the Jehovah's... I think Darlin' Nikki's a little more sexual than bad. Mm, it's been a long time since I've heard Darlin' Darla Nikki's the one that talks about masturbating. Yeah. Wait, what, what's the, what's your point about him being Jehovah Witness? Is it like I assume it's the gay thing more than anything? Oh, um, I don't know. I didn't read it that way. I guess you could. I honestly have no idea what Prince's yeah yeah thoughts on no, homosexuality. No man can know the mind of Prince. I mean, he was so you know ambiguous himself. Yeah, not yeah. that that necessarily means your not that that defines your sexuality, but his presentation of himself seems fluid. Um, so I I guess I just assumed he would not be. Uh, bigoted against anyone on the sexual spectrum. I I always thought that was more of like the '80s flair thing. I thought he presented himself as fairly. But he was doing hetero. that in the '70s. Well, well, he was. He was interesting because he was. This, that was just the style of the time. Uber, but he was like into chicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was like a super sexual dude. But he also presented himself as kind of like a dandy fairy mm. French dauphin. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess uh, yeah, there's stories about Hugh Hefner being uh, going both ways, so I guess it all makes sense. And well, maybe that's that our place. prejudice as a culture, though. Yeah, assuming yeah, exactly. that someone wears a flowing purple cape, or uh, puts glitter on, he our, must be our bisexual. Binary gender system, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bigot. That's, yeah. that's for sure. That's well established, though. But anyway, let's get okay. R.I.P. Prince. Yeah. You know, decent musician. Oh yeah, yeah. Got got lucky with a few hits. Oh dang, dude. No, come uh, on. he was he's probably the greatest guitarist in my lifetime. One of the uh, the few mu- musicians I am aware of and uh, spent time listening to. Um, yeah, I obviously he. Um, I was reading this guy's. Fuck, I wish I could remember his name to actually give credit. His, his name is Jim. Jim something. He's online. Look him up. Anyway, he has a... He has Just a, look for Jim. He has, a, he has a wonderful series online called uh, Certain Songs, I think. And he was writing about Prince and comparing him to what baseball analysts call five-tool players. People who can run, throw, mm. hit, hit for power, blah, blah, blah. Basically, guy, five tools. Yeah. Not, not a Leatherman so much. Mm. But... Um, Basically just saying that he was one of the few truly all-around musicians oh, who yeah, could yeah. write, sing, perform, produce, blah, blah, blah. Could do it all. And he mm. did. He, you know, he made Stevie Wonder look like a fucking joke. <laughs> he made Stevie Wonder look like some amateur. Because he could only play the piano? No, Stevie Wonder also did everything. Oh, really? He could play drums and bass and everything. But gotcha. Prince did that on a lot of his own stuff. He would write it, produce it, play all the instruments. Um, Dave Grohl had some interview with Howard Stern 
where Stern was like, hey, do you think uh, Prince was a better musician than you? <laughs> and Dave Grohl said, Prince was a better drummer than me. <laughs> like, he was better in every aspect of music. Wow. I, yeah, I saw a, uh, a quote from uh, Eric Clapton, basically the same thing. They asked him, what's, what's it like to be the, the greatest guitar player in the world? And he said, I don't know, ask Prince. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it actually, it, we're in uncharted water, waters here because, oh shit, this is my exit. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're recording this podcast on the 101 South, I just missed my exit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Got yeah. it. <laughs> um, you'll do that in post. Sean yeah. will take care of this in post. I, I might edit. I might not. I probably won't because I'm lazy. No, you definitely will. If you edited that Sheba episode, you'll edit this shit. <laughs> um, I didn't edit. I just bleeped. That's edit. You censored. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. There's a difference. You're like William Hayes. Well, I mean, I I don't know. I, I've always had the... Um, uh, the love for the radio uh-huh. so I don't like the idea of like cutting content bleeping is okay because that's something that would be done on the radio and none of the rest of the content change none of the timing change but I don't like the idea of like editing ourselves to make ourselves sound smarter and like getting rid of the ums and the ahs and the, oh, no, the awkward pauses not. and stuff that's what I like too yeah I mean to me that's what podcasting is but there's there's like a whole school that's out there that you know they're all about just trying to make things as clean and tidy as possible. Like, there's one podcast I listen to where they say they make, like, a couple thousand edits per podcast. And, you know, ain't nobody got time for that shit. Well, not only is it unnecessary, I agree with you. I think it actually detracts from the experience. Yeah. Because I've noticed, um, uh, it, it, just my own personal taste when I'm listening to music uh, for, for bands that have particularly for bands that have reputations for being like perfectionist mm-hmm. like I'll give you a few examples The Beatles <laughs> Radiohead Big Star these are bands whose sort of most famous albums are their perfect like you know flawless pop masterpieces like um, like uh, Radio City or you know Abbey Road or whatever these things that all, are almost inhumanly perfect mm-hmm. but what I re- the albums I always gravitate to for those guys are the weird ones with all the rough edges like let it be, or mm. this album called Third Sister Lovers by Big Star, that are objectively not their best albums, but there's just something more compelling to me about those flaws and those, you know, rough edges and sort of seeing the, I guess, seeing the process of it and seeing how regular people, otherwise regular people, can create these works that seem impossible, that yeah. seem just impossibly well put together. <laughs> um, and maybe that's just more relatable to me as a non-genius <laughs> are, are you handing that off to me as though i am the genius you gave me a weird sort of no i was just gulping my coffee oh gotcha yeah, it was a uh, weird lean in and gulp though that uh this is an msnbc <laughs> we're not leaning in here sean <laughs> hashtag politics the uh the the body language i'm seeing is uh, oh. uh somewhat forthright but uh not quite uh analytical in action oh no sorry this is just because so Here's a fun tale for the listeners. Um, so, shorts are hard to buy. I'll tell you why. Because the kind of shorts I like are very plain Jane, like mud brown shorts, okay? Now, you can find a million mud brown shorts, but they all have fucking cargos on them. They got cargo pockets. And you know how I feel about cargo pockets, all right? One of the great sins against God. There's nothing wrong with a good sins cargo. Against the, there is a lot wrong with a good cargo. As a man with a bag full of gear, I really wish I had some cargos right now. Get a backpack. Get a servant. <laughs> Do not have cargo pockets. Anyway, so everywhere I look, cargo, cargo, or they have some stupid belt like sewed into the fucking shorts. Hmm. So all unacceptable options. So I had these um, 
these brown, these mud brown shorts from H&M. Mud brown. Mud brown. Hey, maybe we should be Sean Nasty and the Mud Brown Boys. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> wow. You're in the wrong part of town. This is mud brown territory. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of connotations there. Yep. Um, so anyway, so I had this these pair of shorts from H&M. I had them for like four years. They're, I loved them. And then they got this huge hole in the butt area. Hmm. Not on the crack. Le- left of center. Left of the dial, much like the replacements. Hashtag Minneapolis. Hashtag RIP Prince. Hashtag Westerberg. Hashtag politics. This is all going online, right? I'm just doing the SEO right now. <laughs> that's that, that's not how podcasts work. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen like the micro expressions in Sean's face as I just kept going on that hashtag rant. Yeah. Anyway, a little twitching on the left <laughs> eye. Um, I'm so, not typing those out. <laughs> so I, I'd uh, spell them wrong anyway. I'm glad there wasn't coffee in my mouth right then. I would have spilled it all over my steering wheel. Uh, so anyway, I had these shorts, loved them. Went to Joshua Tree a few years ago. That's where I got this uh, legendary tear, this infamous tear in my butt area. <laughs> um, but I, you know, performed triage, kept it as small as possible. But much like all horrible things or black holes or what have you, it spread. It metastasized like a cancer, eventually getting too large. And you could see the patterns on my fancy, super soft, expensive underwear. Mm. So I had to get rid of them. So then I was shortless for a while. I have these fun, like, pink, orange, you know, pattern shorts, which have their place in the world. There's certain days, certain situations, certain weddings I would wear that to. But generally, I don't wear that stuff because, as you can tell, Sean, right now, I'm wearing this very loud flower shirt, okay? Mm -hmm. It's very flowery. So you can't wear pink, I guess you could, if you want to be a, if you want to telegraph to the world that you're an asshole, you'd wear a, a flower shirt and pink shorts. But I believe and balance, okay? To quote the first man to walk out of the ocean, moderation in all things, including moderation. That was the fish that grew legs. Oh, yeah. That's what he said. Hmm. Um, I just watched the South Park about that. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. Different one. I thought you hated South Park. I do hate South Park. God damn it. Um, that doesn't mean I haven't seen it. That doesn't mean I'm unfamiliar with it. <laughs> I feel like, although that's... I was going to make a point, but then I realized that's not really an insight. I was going to say, did you know bigots are actually normally quite familiar with the things they hate? But mm-hmm. I don't think it's an insight. I think that's pretty common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I'm a bad racist, because I don't know the difference. Cute fucking dog walking towards us right now. Um, it's I'll, a killer. No, look at him. Look it's, at that. Look at that smile. It's a pit bull. It's going to eat your car. I love pit bull smiles. Your <laughs> mouth is so fucking big. Yeah, so it's not so like much Julia. a smile as much as like wind just pushing it open like a tunnel <laughs> sort of situation. They're the Julia Roberts of dogs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, she always looks like she's going to eat me through the screen. Did you see her haircut in the poster for the Mother's Day movie? Which no. looks like one of those fake movies and oh. comedies. Mm. Anyway, her hair is amazing. All right, then. You got to see it. She looks like a little kid in like a 50s sci-fi movie. Huh. She looks like she should be wearing a beanie <laughs> or a propeller hat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm serious. Guys, look it up. Poster for Mother's Day. Hmm. Just just someone out there, Sanj, whoever. Uh, Jim, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, someone Photoshop a little, a little propeller beanie on top of Julia Roberts' head. So, anyway. Where was I going? Oh, shorts. Yeah. So, I go. I, I turn to the... The first and last resort for everything, Amazon.com. Of course. And I just search, you know, men's brown shorts, and I get way too many results. Finally, I settle on this Korean brand that offers mud brown shorts. No cargos, just my style, just my shade, all right? <laughs> uh, just my shade mud brown. 
get them in. They're too small, Sean. <laughs> so I send them back. I'm a 30, I'm a svelte 32. Send them back, get a 34. One thing that makes me laugh is on the 34, they have this tag that says extra large. <laughs> and I go, I don't think in it my no, experience, 34 is not extra large, but maybe for the Korean male uh, market, that yeah. is extravagantly huge. <laughs> so I got brown shorts. End of story, end uh, of line, end transmission. I can't do shorts. I also can't play the ending theme. Now just do the long order thing. That cost us thirteen thousand dollars. I can't afford that shit. Just remember to text before calling.